Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This episode is brought to you by our five-minute workouts. They're free. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> There's eight of them. So all you have to do is sign up and then we'll send you a free five-minute workout each day for an entire week. Oh, and also their yoga slash Pilates workouts, obviously. Yeah, obviously, because that's the best. So if you haven't tried yoga or Pilates, our five-minute workout series is the best place to start. Go ahead and sign up over at com forward slash five, that's number five, minutes. Welcome to the hashtag Get Merry podcast, helping you live your healthiest, your happiest, your most merriest life possible. We're your hosts, Emma and Carla Pappas, aka the Merrymaker Sisters, aka the Marys. So are you ready? Let's get merry. This is episode 150. Oh my god! We finally got here. I think you've been like looking forward to this episode since like 120. I don't like, this even is know. Close to 150. It's like finally she can stop banging on about it. And now I can bang on about 200. I know, and that's even better. So, I know. Oh gosh. Oh, that's really funny. There's a lesson in this, Carla. Be present. Just be present. present. Yeah, because I know it's just feels like it's the same it's a normal episode it's normal yeah we're not doing anything special i mean every episode is special <laughs> <laughs> now for 200 i feel like we have to do something special yeah maybe we will do something special maybe like i don't know maybe we'll just surprise you in one random episode and do something special yeah that's cool but like we a don't prize. yeah like we don't oh, have to wait this is true why wait? Don't you yeah. like you like it's like your special plates? Like you should yeah. use your special plates. It's like everything. Don't wait because you never know when you burn the candles. Yeah, do the things you want to do now because you never know what your future holds. Exactly. Oh my god! Only goodness, of course. Well, no, but there's also <laughs> it's know. good to have a healthy dose of reality because we can all, of course, we all have goodness ahead of us, but also guaranteed, there's also. Badness. It's going to be badness. <laughs> well, there's going to be bad stuff will happen. Yes. It's just how we deal with it. Yeah. And live with it is in our control. And how we choose to live in the now does impact how we live in our future. Yeah. It so totally if does. we can just have unwavering faith that everything mm-hmm. all is well and then all is coming, then you will just have a better life. <laughs> I think well, – but it is true because it's not like the – it's not guaranteed. Like this is the difference, isn't it, between like say something like The Secret versus something like, you know, yoga philosophy. Mm. Like yoga philosophy and whatever, I don't even know what, what we talk about. Like I don't know where we learn it from. Mm-hmm. I don't like, even know. Oprah Psychology. Philosophy. Yeah, Oprah <laughs> philosophy. Anyway, I feel like all it is is allowing us to live with less suffering by changing our perspective. Yeah, well, the idea, I guess, of yoga is to move away from suffering. 
But, but where's that no, from as well? Yes, that's Buddhist. Buddha. Suffering. Like the one rule, it is it's that you will suffer. Yes. The one truth. There is suffering. But it's like teaching you how to deal with it. Yes. Yeah. And it's and like, to move through it. Yeah. So the better we deal with the suffering, the less suffering. Yeah. Because then you're like, oh, this used to really make me suffer. And now yeah. I've like worked out how to deal with this better. Now I don't suffer about now this Now it's like, you're just like, oh, that happened. Okay. Yeah. Like, what do I do now? Take action. And I mm. think like we had this conversation with a friend the other day and, um, and we were actually talking about a mutual person <laughs> that we both knew and just commenting, oh, like this person, everything's a really big deal. And not talking about it, them in a bad way, just like noticing. Yeah. This person reacts really kind of like negatively and poorly and like it really gets them down. And I think, you know, we can observe this in other people and it gives us motivation to be more in control and to work out better ways that we can deal with stuff so we do not do that kind of suffering mm, well because it's because that sucks well because we can when we observe ourselves and others there's a lot of moments where we can if we're honest with ourselves realize that that suffering was unnecessary well, that i created yeah. that suffering well, that I, I actually made that worse than what it actually was and if i just stepped back for a second mm. and realized mm, actually like is this going to matter in five years? Is this going to matter in five days? Probably not. So I'm just not going to worry about it. And really that mentality will help every relationship. Mm. It'll help every kind of like, it'll help you at work. It'll help you in like, yeah, in business, business like in everything. Yeah. Like an example is like our website was down today. Yeah. We knew it was going to be up. It's annoying that our website was down. But like me a year ago would have been like, this is the end of the earth. Yeah. Like this is the end of the world. Like our website is down. I know. It's like, actually, is it going to matter in five days? No, no because the website's going to be back up and you have a backup. So stress less. I know. I know. This isn't what this episode is about, though. Well, this, I don't know what this episode is about. It's all, they always go on. I thought this episode anyway. was about. Yeah, it is about that. Yeah. Let's talk about it. But I don't really even know what, what, what we want to talk about, guys. <laughs> I was like, um, didn't you like research this and like you were well, talking about it? Well, because we watched a documentary on Marilyn Monroe the other night. And it was kind of about some of her journal entries and just, you know, how she got into show business. It was sad. And it was, it was very, very sad. It was heartbreaking, really. She was so sad, even though she had created this character that was so, you know, adorable, so mm. cute, beautiful, um, seemed happy. So, um, desirable. Yes, yeah, so desirable. She just had everything to get attention. Mm. But she was so sad and she even talked, you know, she would talk to her friends like she was looking in the mirror one night and I think it was her, I don't know, maybe her husband, maybe a friend came in to try and find her. What are you doing? And she said, I'm just looking at her. So it's like she was even mm. disconnected. She was so disconnected from her image. It was like she was two people and the mm. person she truly was was this broken orphan because that's what she was she was an orphan well there was also the part where she was like walking down the street with her friend and she was like should i be her yeah and then her friend said like and she literally watched her transform in front of her yeah like from real norma jean to 
Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. And I think – With what, the butt wiggle. And yeah, like and what we walk. wanted to talk about was like how interesting this is in that like this was, you know, in the 1960s when Marilyn – 50s, I think. 50s. Well, in it like the 60s was when she became very popular. Like that was – in 1961 yeah. there was that big movie that she was yeah. part of. Um, I don't know what the movie is. <laughs> but I just remember seeing those numbers on the screen. And like if we flash forward to now, we're in 2018 – and we can see similar things happening. And I think this is what we want to talk about is like how important it is to live an authentic life. Yes. How – and not just in real life but also on social media. Yeah. And with – in and not just at home but also in the workplace mm. and not just at the workplace but also with your friends. Yeah. Like I think there's so many opportunities – to put masks on and yes. to like be a certain way and maybe it's because like you know you live in fear because you feel like you have to fit in or like mm. that these kinds of people won't like the real me mm. or I'm too loud for them I'm too happy for them I'm too whatever you think it is and so you become someone different because mm. you're afraid to stand out or you are so or it's the other way a reason. The other way, like Marilyn, she mm. wanted to stand out. Mm. She wanted to be the actress. Yeah. That was her desire. And I'm like, this is just me and my like psychological analysis in my very limiting um, knowledge in the area, just my personal experience. You know, like she didn't have love growing up. She mm. had no love. She was like, you know, different orphanages, different foster homes. Mm. Like where did she learn to even love herself? She didn't. Mm. Where did she learn how to receive love? She mm. didn't. So she was feeling that emptiness. So that was her, like she, it was like, you know, if I became that, mm. I would get all the love. I would get all the attention. So maybe that was like a huge desire mm. behind it all. And it's interesting though because she went to many, many different, therapist to find help and like yeah. she had that she had she knew that yeah. there was something missing or that she was lacking that yeah connection to herself and she was trying to find it for so many mm. years um what i thought was interesting was like i really feel like this was the beginning and may i'm sure it has happened i'm way sure it's been that. happening like probably back into but, like egypt but e yeah egypt. i don't know <laughs> but um it was, I think for me, it was so interesting to see that this is still, was still happening back then yeah. than what we, what's happening today. Um, just like an interesting thing when she was being interviewed, like a journalist asked her, Oh, so are you the same weight you were before? Like you've come back to the company? Like, cause she left 20th Century Fox and then she came back and, the journalist was like, are you the same weight? Are you the same size? Like that was an important question. What a joke. What like, a random question. How and I was dumb. just like, oh my gosh, like this issue of weight and size and that like women have to be a certain way to be like in the limelight and desirable mm. was it started so long ago. Another thing that was interesting was that um, – Norma Jean or Marilyn Monroe, she saw a trend in that like Brazilian bodies. like No, Italian. Oh, Italian. Oh, yeah, well, we then we were like, oh, this is how it is now. Um, Italian bodies like were being desired, like big breasts and big bums and um, big hips. And so she was like, I'm going to be like that. 
I'm gonna. But how did she change her body line? Well, I would have thought that she would have just like dressed to accentuate yeah, okay. that. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I thought that was yeah. Like she, she's clever. She's like very smart. Very clever. Like ev- even though everyone thought she was so dumb, like no, actually she was very dumb. very smart. Yeah. And so then when that happened in the documentary, Emma and I were like, oh wow, it's like the Kim Kardashian of our time. Well, I think <laughs> she is because um, as well because you know she get. She got all the attention mm. and how did she start? Like, how did she get her big break? Well, she po- like nude photos. A nude calendar. So that was like, leaked. And it's, <laughs> it's like, it's, it's so hard. I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like this whole obsession with beauty and this whole obsession with what we look like. Like, cause you don't want, I don't want to shame people who put lots of effort into their beauty and their rate and their like, you know, makeup. I don't want to put any shame on people who spend hours getting ready. No. Cause I'm like, yes, if you want to do that, go you. If this makes you feel good deep down inside, if it makes you feel good to your core, do it. But if it's only that external surface happiness, if you're only doing it, you know, to get the likes on the Instagram, to get the likes and approval of others, that's when you have to dig deeper, I think. I think that's like a huge flag, a huge yeah. sign to check in with yourself. Yeah. And it's like it's not a bad thing that you've been like come aware of it. The fact that you're aware of it is the first step. The fact it's that it's like, thing. oh, my gosh, I'm doing this like just to get validation. Oh, yeah. whoops. Like, oh, what what should I do instead? Or how yeah. can I like delve into this a little bit deeper and why am I doing that? I don't like it's it's actually a really good thing if we're aware of it. And I feel like, I mean, you were saying, Emmy, there was that book where it was like every time you do go to like share on social media or do something regarding your look or how like you dress – Ask yourself, why are you doing yeah. that? Is it for you or is it for others? Or is yeah. it to get a certain amount of likes or an amount of comments? Yeah. And then, like, be okay with your honest answer. And, like, you don't even have to tell anyone. You can keep it it's to just yourself. For yourself. And then it's just to, like, it could just be like, oh, yeah, that's why I'm doing it. Mm. And, you know, why you're doing it could be, oh, yeah, because I want to get attention. Well, I think an interesting thing, like, we had, I, we have a friend. And she, she was explaining to me like how she hadn't been on social media in a while. And that one day then she changed her cover oh, yeah. photo and her cover photo was beautiful. She looked like a babe. I was like, like I commented and I was like, you look amazing. Yeah. Like, yay. And it was like a bikini shot, like of her doing like a pose yeah. in yoga. And I bumped into her after she'd posted this and she was like, you know, after I posted that, like I taught a really good yoga class. I felt like a hun- like I felt on top of the world on cloud nine. I was just in such a good mood. Yeah. And then she was like, and then I was just like, how, like, that's crazy that an amount of likes and amount of comments yeah. made me feel that way. How can I cultivate that feeling without having to publish yeah. something on social media? And it is connecting to yourself mm. Knowing that you are enough just as you are, it's about continually checking in with yourself and it's about self-respect and self-love and knowing that, you know what, like you don't have to show up like this all the time. You just show up as you want to be, as you are deep inside and sometimes you're going to need help. Sometimes you're going to be vulnerable and in a bad place and that's okay. You don't need to fake it. I reckon like... Just thinking, like, how can you do that? How could you cultivate that same feeling? What if you, like, journaled and, like, just wrote yourself, like, nice things? Because would that be the same as getting likes? Yeah, true. And seeing them? Like, what if you just wrote them yourself? Like, 
I uh, I love myself. I am. I accept myself 100% right now. Well, I guess like that's that kind the, of thing. That and that is like you know, Louise. Hey, positive affirmations. Yeah. Rewire, rewiring our thought patterns because really, most of us, especially, I'm going to say women, like a lot of women, have kind of like developed this very negative self-thought pattern Mm. and looking in the mirror with like I'm not good enough I don't look like these magazines I don't look like the girls on social media and it's not even the fact that you think these things exactly like that like I never thought I never um would scroll through Instagram and think I don't look like her I'm not good enough but subconsciously, yeah. I definitely well, that belief came to mind because yeah. I'm like, oh, she's like that. I'm not like that. Yeah, I'm not good enough. But it wasn't like I said it to myself. It was like, um, like a belief that got ingrained yeah. into me. It's it's really weird. But it wasn't like words. You, like, it was a feeling. I know. Like when you really think about this whole situation and how it is kind of an issue and how. It's just really weird. Yeah. Like, I don't even know. But it, it was a feeling and I think that's why it's so important to cur- curate who you follow and who you're, sur- who you surround yourself yeah. with because, um, when the comparison game, when the envy game, when the I'm not good enough game is like very, uh, I guess prominent in your life at this stage, then when you, who you surround yourself with is really important because yeah. if you're not surrounding yourself with authentic people who show up, exactly who they are yeah. or people who like or their values, or their values are really values are just not aligned that's when it can like get even worse yeah. and i think like we need to like bring in some like action steps like because yeah like so because sometimes you just talk about it and you're like then you feel a bit like oh now oh. i feel worse even though it, we might be talking about how bad it is yeah and like you know acknowledging it, it sometimes you feel even worse because now you're just like well what am i gonna do yeah and i think well what are you gonna do it's you're gonna go inward and begin this kind of like practice of gaining respect for yourself yeah and then i think it's it's like a practice of also self-study like it's yeah. like well where am i doing that like and do i how am i who who am i who am i here and who am i there and who am i over yeah. there am i the same person in every situation yeah. and i'm not saying that you have to be like um i understand like i'm more outgoing and i share more with my sister and my parents and mm. the guy that I'm seeing because like I feel like I can be that yeah. like outrageous Carla. But um even when I go to like say the yoga studio, I wouldn't like I probably wouldn't be my outrageous self because it's a situation. Well, so I think it's a different environment. No, that's as different, well. I think, because you know, like say if I was in a library and was being yeah, loud true. Emma, like that's like shush Emma. Like we all have different yeah, parts so of that's ourselves. different and that's different as well. And I think it's more like um when you are really just not being you 100%. And I it's think like, the only way you know that is the fact that you know that. Yeah, no one else knows <laughs> no it. You know. Knows it. And um you know it's about it's not I won't say lying because it's not I it's hiding your truth. And there's nothing worse, that feeling when you hide your truth. I feel like some examples is like maybe, you know, in a situation where someone might be saying something that you don't agree with yeah. and then you kind of just agree with them anyway yeah. to keep the peace. Oh like, my God. And how many times I remember doing that in high school. Yeah. Like that's like, I feel like it's a teenager thing. Yeah. You might do that because you are scared of disapproval. Yeah. Or confrontation. Of, yeah. Don't want confrontation. Um, And you don't want people to laugh at you because you have a different opinion. Yeah. I know like a really, a really easy way to start 
um, not doing going into the agreeing thing and like making the situation because I feel like when you start to agree with someone then you, like it's a way of connecting with someone when you yeah. agree with someone then you connect with them because oh we're on the same page yay let's keep talking about this like yeah. because we agree um, a way to like get out of that is and not to create confrontation because I think confrontation can be scary and I'm the first to be like I avoid it at all costs um, is to be like that's interesting yeah <laughs> Like you don't agree, you, like don't, you don't disagree, agree, you don't disagree, but you just yeah, you just kind of end now. it. And like, I do that now too. All, but it's really funny because if someone, because <laughs> usually it might be when someone is being a bit of a like maybe a cow or something mm. like they're talking about someone mm. and they're waiting for you to join in in yeah. this when it's like, it's like in a bad way and you're just like and you kind of react in this like hmm yes and then you change the subject. Another way is um being um or like. That example of when someone's talking about someone else and you don't want to be involved in that, oh my gosh, because I like how horrible is that when someone starts talking to you about yeah, someone else? Yeah, like, when it's in a like, and really you're like, negative um, way. I don't want to talk about this. Uh, one thing to be like, maybe that's just the way they are. Like, I find that yeah. interesting. Uh, that's just the kind of person they are. Yeah. Um, and then it ends, and then the person's like, oh. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have been talking about that. Yeah, so I anyway, think that's back interesting. To, and back to um the subject of like this whole inauthentic life. Mm. I think, you know, it's much easier to live an inauthentic life now with social media, isn't it? Well, that's what I – that's kind of – my thought just then was like, you know why this is such a big thing now? Social, social media. media. So, and, you know, we are all just navigating this. Like, we're learning. We're the because, first yeah, group like really. who've ever been through it, well, really. I'm thankful that we are not the kids who grew up with social media because that's a hot – like, who knows? I feel like that generation could be – like, you guys probably – if you're listening, you might have kids, like teenagers who are that generation. I would – I think that's the most – that's, like, the trickiest one. Mm-hmm. That's really tricky because when you're a teenager, what the hell? Like, your brain is just on another – planet like you every issue every issue is about a a hundred million times bigger than you think like no bigger than you think as an adult like isn't that the truth well it's like everything as a teenager is bigger yeah well because your world is your high school your world is literally two kilometers long yeah so like when the boy you like doesn't like you oh my god like it's the end end of the world world. when the when the girl like when someone said something about you oh my god when when you accidentally call the teacher mom (laughs) (laughs) the end of the world (laughs) you know it's probably a lot worse now because now the social media allows the high school to come home and i feel like everyone's really mean like when you see all this stuff well, not everyone's mean, but not, what what is being shared? Yeah, what like we it's get scary. To see is really it seems scary. really scary. So I think this is um. So yes, it happens in real life where you are not maybe aren't yourself at work or aren't yourself with certain people, or whatever. But I think a big thing is definitely social media, and I know that we've had it a lot where we have followed people on social media and then we've met them in real life and we and we're like, oh, weird. You're not like that person that we follow Mm. and I think that that's really sad that like you know that people can put on this show and this they can create pretty Mm. much a human create a persona whoever you want you can create them it's uh, it's like that virtual reality and not be yourself but I think what's most powerful is when you are yourself and yes. you do speak your truth because that's when you connect with people. Yes. And I think – and that's looking back at Marilyn again, mm. putting that back. So she was really sad and, like, disconnected. 
even though on paper she has it all right, like, you know, you'll compare yourself, like, say, like, me back when I was very insecure, low self-esteem, you know, wanted to look differently. Mm. You think the beautiful people have it all. You mm. think that's what is happiness. It's like, you know, when you th- you when you have a million dollars coming into your bank every month, you're going to be happy. Yeah. Like it's all false. Like that's false. Yeah. I mean, look at these, all these superstars who have all the money and all the fame and all the success in inverted commas, and then they go and do self-harm. They commit suicide or things like that. So it just, there's so much proof around us that happiness is not linked to appearance, to materialistic things. It's so much deeper than that. Mm. So I think it's all, you know, we can, I think that's another kind of action step to have this like knowledge and this this fact in our minds and in our hearts to tell us actually like that's my ego, that's like that's false, mm. that's not true. It's not true that I need to earn this much money to be happy. It's not true that I need to look like a model to be happy. Or that I need to look like a model to have acceptance. Like, no. Yeah. That's all false. So I guess the whole, like, the act, the biggest action step when, like, this is happening around you or to you or through you, whatever it is, um, is realizing that happiness isn't an outside job. Like, no. it's not like you, but it's not the, it's the whole idea of, like, I'll be happy when. Like, I'll be happy when I get that car, when I am that size, when I lose the weight, when this happens. Like, that's not what happiness is. And there, as Emma said, there's so much proof. Like, they do mm. studies on this. Like, the, yeah, the, um, like the, whatever, the positive psychologists, like, mm. they've done studies that show, like, that when you earn more money, that, that doesn't mean that you become your happiness levels doesn't rise with your bank no. account. So and that's like um like they even analyze like you know billionaires and they say like the depression rates are actually higher. So like happiness will rise. Like say you're at rock bottom and you mm. literally have no money, no shelter, no food. Okay. So your happiness definitely will rise with that kind mm. of I think it's like the first $100,000. Yeah. I think like they've literally found out that money and happiness rises to that point and then it kind of just doesn't go up anymore because you've got the necessities you've Mm. got your food you've got your shelter Mm. you can pay the bills um you can pay for your loved people to have all of the above as well and then i think because we're in this world especially western society where happiness no where your money then goes on stuff (laughs) You know, like once you earn like mm. that extra income, like, okay, what do you buy? I need to buy, buy a yacht. Boat. I'm gonna buy like um all the shoes, all the, new iPhones, all the brands. <laughs> yeah, I need a new, <laughs> a new iPhone, every, iPhone year. every month. Like that kind <laughs> of thing. And they forget that. Oh my gosh! Like this stuff gives that spike of like that dopamine hit or yeah. whatever. Like boom! Yes. Oh my god! I've got this new thing, and then it's like a week later, and you're like, oh, mm. actually, I don't even need that and anymore. S- <laughs> and so, where the happiness truly lies is when. You are connected to something bigger than you. That's yes. what I think. So I think it's like, so it's connection to yourself, connection to yourself, whether like, and you can do that through breath, through meditation, through yoga, through Pilates, through walking, through whatever. It's this yeah. presence. Through it's living, living in nature. It's living yeah. in the moment. I yeah. think that that 
creates happiness because when you're present, you become content. When you're present, you accept what is. When you're present, you are grateful. Like yes. this is all the things that you can do when you're present. Yes. When you're present, you look at the world in wonder. And oh, that's, that's amazing. It. Number one, mm-hmm. I think presence. Number two, to create next level happiness is connecting to something bigger than you. To and realize that you are not like we are not just like one person no. doing life. Like that yeah. we're all connected to each other, that every action has a reaction, that we can, like that our act of kindness actually ripples yeah. out, that there is some higher power, that we are all well, energy. I that- just wanted to add that, you know, I think connecting to something greater full stop and that greater can be many different things yeah. so i liked how you use the example of connecting you know to the wider community so literally like if you're in a small town you're kind of connecting to something bigger could be like volunteering at yes. events like that's something bigger or it could be becoming really on board a social issue so mm-hmm. it could be like uh, environmental issue. It's almost it could like be living a life of service. Yes, and that's yoga as well, yeah. isn't it? So it's so like, it's like finding your service, yeah. and literally, it could be like I'm going to say your family, but I think it needs to be bigger than just your family. Like in my eyes, that's my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think it needs to be like it could be just like that one level bigger. So it's like, okay, what can I do for my family who, who live under my roof? But what can I do for my suburb? Mm. Like what can I do for my community? Or what can I do for, okay, I go to this workplace or this gym? Like what can I volunteer for? Mm. I think that something to really realize and to really be honest with, with ourselves is we have a lot of time. Yeah. So time is our most valuable, each person's individual most valuable resource. So where are we putting our time and what are we doing with it? And we each have the power to do something bigger. Yes. And the bigger, like it's not big, huge, amazing, yeah. like you're going to change the world. You you will change someone's world yeah. by doing this. Which is, and which is going to change the world. Which is going to change the world. <laughs> um, but it's like realizing we can each do like do that, yeah. Like as human beings, well, we're like the only yeah. beings on this planet yeah. that can do that. I think um, there's that really amazing quote that's like, you know, you're either you're either part of the problem or you're like helping solve the problem. Yeah, or and doing it, nothing yeah. about it. So doing nothing about anything is, being, part of is being kind of being part of a problem. And I'm not saying, you know, like we don't have to get stressed out about everything because the amount of problems in this world are Many. overwhelming. So it's like just find one that you care about. Mm. And it's not even about obsessing about it. It's just about dedicating. It could be literally like one hour every month. Yeah. Like we it all even I feel need like to we, be big. No, it's just like or it could be just like donating something donating your time donating money yeah. it could just be like reading articles and sharing them with your friends that's yeah all it could becoming be. like, just, yeah more knowledgeable like, yeah. about things and like just spreading the message of something mm. um and i feel like once you do get on board with this you get that sense of like fulfillment from mm. working from being connected to something bigger which again could be the community it could be your spirituality it could be doing social work and i think that the best way to because some people will be listening and being like yeah but how do i know what i should focus on and like how do i know what i should do what's my bigger like what is it um get quiet like be still Mm, because 
you know, like when we are still and when we are silent and when we just focus on breathing, this opens up a channel like yeah. to uh, the higher power, like to the divine, to the universe, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe just energy fields, like maybe just a feeling. It, yeah. I don't know. You're going to feel maybe, something. Like maybe it's like just connecting to the innate kind of like inner wisdom and like mother ma- nature yeah like, like maybe like, that's whatever you whatever word or thing makes sense for you like that's that's yeah. what you're connecting to when you go silent when you go inward when you breathe when you meditate you don't have to use that word but that doing that is going to open a channel and then you're going to get messages like and yeah it's not going to be weird it's not going to be like Carla, you should do this. It's like it's like it might just be this like random little thought that pops into my yeah. head, and that's my little thing that well, I'm like, oh, and then it makes me think of something else. Maybe well, I think. Of else. Well, I think like look around, like people who kind of are on that wavelength, and they create these amazing things. It's like, well, where did that idea come mm. from? Like. It's a random little thing that just floats on in into the brain, like it's, into the heart. Like I just think like life is wonderful who says what's real and what's not yeah. real like who we don't actually know like i believe in that t- bigger connection i believe yeah, in that too. and i believe you know y- your energy your feelings change as soon as you still get still i mean my levels of life contentment are so big like growing up they'd never i never felt content i don't yeah. think i always like I always felt like I was missing something yeah. or I wasn't good enough. Mm. And I think that's that's discontentment, right? Yeah. Is that the right word? Um, and disconnection. And disconnection. <laughs> and that's not the fault of anyone around me. That's the that's society that yeah. we grow up in, I think. And, you know, thinking that we need to be there to be happy and mm. then you get there and then you're already thinking about the next there to be. Mm. So it's like... Yeah, it's like when you get a promotion. I need a promotion because then I'll be happy. Get to that place. I need another promotion. Where's yeah. my next promotion? Where is it? And, and then you like just, we're always just trying to move away from where we are. And then you just kind of realize you're like, oh, wait a minute. I don't even like my job. Oh, <laughs> oh wait a minute. Like I just missed this whole year of life. What was or I doing? Or 10 years or 20 mm. years. It doesn't matter the past and I, though. And that's it the only biggest. only matters right now. So if, exactly. you're, if you're realizing this and you're 60 and you're 50, good. Yeah. It's now. <laughs> realize. It's now. Yeah. Some people never realize. Um, I think another thing. Oh, what was I going to say? I oh, forgot. Idea flew in and flew it out. Flew out. See, like it magic. Was... See, it happens. <laughs> um, what I want to point out is. <laughs> that was a good idea. Like, I know that we talk about this in a way of like, you can believe whatever you want to believe, but this is our show. So we talk about what we believe. So <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> so in your face. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but the thing is like, if we look at the chakra system, which is the energy system of the body, and you know, we have seven chakras in the body, our, like our crown chakra is actually outside the body. Yes. It's a halo, like on top yes. of us, and it shines up to a meter above our heads. Yes. This means that the chakras that our energy system yes. don't just lie within no. us. No. We're connected externally well, to something bigger I already. Think, I feel like everyone can have personal proof in this when someone is near you you can feel their energy, right? Like, and it's not even, they might not even say anything. They might not do anything, yeah. but you can feel them. You get a, you get a vibe. Your I intuition. feel, I think that is the shark. I think that's their energy, right? That's chak- chakras. Well, it would, might be also their aura. 
Is that the same thing though? Sometimes I think that. Is isn't the aura that... like an, I feel like the aura is like an energy field around you. Yeah, but isn't, wouldn't that just be your chakra? Must be. Like who bloody knows? Who knows? I, know. I need to look into that. But I would say yes. The, um, so like the chakras are cool because it's like in the body, there's like, oh God, get my numbers right. Meridian. But I'm pretty sure there's like 192,000 or it could be 72,000. I don't know why those two numbers are coming to mind. Energy lines running through the body. They're like, um, yeah, like the meridians, the water lines, and they're running through the body. And the chakras are the places where all of those lines meet the most. And when they meet, they create vortexes of energy and mm. they're circling in an anti-clockwise way or clockwise way? One clockwise, way. One way. And they're circling and they're circling like vortexes. And that's why we can tap into these because there's so much energy going around in these places in the body. And then when we focus on like opening them or releasing them, that's where like we can feel even more magic. Like if we focus on opening the heart chakra, which if you've ever done yoga and you've done like a back bend, think about how you feel after a back bend. Yeah. That's because you've opened that chakra and you've released yeah. energy into your body and now it's traveling through the body like crazy. Yeah. I think like lots of people will listen to that and be like, you're crazy, Carla. But yeah. <laughs> do a backbend and, and don't tell me. But then there's, but then there's also, you know, like the anatomy, like the feeling of like, cause we are this, this group of people who sit a lot now and like hunch forward yeah. over our phones. So like, the anatomy reasons for that will also feel good. So I think yeah. like I just um I think the chakra energy system I hundred percent wholeheartedly believe in it. And I've read about it and I'm like, yeah, that's cool. But I know that people will also be listening, being like, that's just weird and bogus. It is weird. And it's maybe it is magic. Yeah, no, I <laughs> but also like then there's the whole thing that like this is an ancient philosophy. And let's also remember that energy. Yeah, energy. Like, and let's also remember we are just energy. We yeah. are just energy formulated. Yeah. So we're a bunch <laughs> of like minerals and stuff like and made molecules into, and atoms. Yeah. And that is energy, yeah. but we're pieced together in a certain yeah. way that creates our vessel, so our crazy. human body. So if we were to tear us apart, that's what we'd be left with the same thing, just energy, just like a tree. Yeah, so the the vessel is gone. <laughs> yeah, the vessel yeah. has died, the but the energy and the soul and the, and the spirit lives yeah. on. And then it's like also thinking about like emotions, and that's energy in motion. Yeah, and so that's when it's like that's why it's so important to release the emotion. Well, I think like we were even talking about this the other day when you know when you hold in your cry, your well, sadness, and it really hurts your throat. And so you're closing your throat shut. Yeah, you're holding your communication. So you're scared to communicate your sadness. You're scared. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's anger. You're holding in your anger, which is just sadness in anger. And you're holding it down. You're suppressing, suppressing. Is that the right word? Yeah, Yeah, suppressing. And the pain boils up in your throat. And yeah, that's your, that's your communication. Mm -hmm. Do you remember? I remember one time when I was really little, I used to hate crying. Full stop. I wouldn't, I didn't really cry that much i did cry but it was always painful to cry yeah like it really because i Cause really held it, held it in i was in. like i have to be strong i can't cry and i remember one time at the like the dinner table i was there and i wanted to cry oh. and i was like like this holding my throat and mom was like what's wrong with you i was like my throat hurts <laughs> and i was just like because i was holding these tears and it just hurt so much and mom was just like you're crazy. You're actually crazy. <laughs> I was such a weird child. 
crying. Isn't that funny? Like imagining little Carla not wanting to cry. Oh, poor me. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, no, that I find that really fascinating. Great how we got into chakras yeah. from no, this. Well, okay, so because the, the two things that we were talking about is like – Oh, the you, higher yeah, power. So like how do you – so, okay, oh, I figured out that I'm this inauthentic person in my life. Oh, my gosh, drama, drama, drama. I figured it out. Okay, here's my next step. Yeah. I'm going to connect to myself. I'm going to get quiet. That's yeah. how I'm going to connect to myself. Maybe I'm going to go for a walk. Maybe I'm going to go to yoga. Maybe I'm going to try the Mary's five-minute workouts, whatever. I'm going to do something yeah. that connects me to me, the real me, Yes, where I can feel completely at ease, you, completely you know, comfortable. I've spoken to people and like, they really they have this thing where it's like, and I think it's very common, especially with young people, oh, I need to find myself. I need to find myself. Yeah, that's so weird. I think I've felt like that before because, you know, you read about other people <laughs> finding themselves. But I think what really, – You're there. Yeah, I think the knowledge that yourself, you, the real you, never leaves you. No. It just gets covered. covered. And that's like that whole philosophy of the golden Buddha. <laughs> <laughs> we're like we're Jackie all – Campbell's yeah, golden Yeah, we're Buddha. all golden underneath – in your core, in your heart, in your soul, you have this golden – Light and bright, authentic, truthful you. He slash she is in there. Slash they. They, whoever. Yes, they. You're in there. And it's just covered by kind of muck and dirt, mm. mud. All the things. Um, concrete. Life. Life. Jobs. Yeah. Um, social media. Confusion. Yeah. Like it's all covered. And sometimes the covering becomes really hard mm. And the gold is almost invisible. Mm. But just know that that speck, even if it's the teeniest, tiniest mm. pinprick of a golden spirit inside you, is still there. And all it needs is like one little helping hand. Yeah. And that helping hand can be that yeah. initial, that very first step, which is taking a deep breath. Yeah. That very so, first step of going to your yoga class. Yeah. So I think the finding yourself or soul searching yeah. is another word that people use. I feel like that's completely fine, but just remember that it's already within yeah. you. So yeah, go searching for it, but search within. Yeah. Like you don't you need don't to go, go find You anywhere. don't need to go far. You can stay in a room. You, you can, can stay exactly where stay you are. exactly where you are and find yourself. Yeah. You don't need an external experience and just because, to awaken that. And I think this is like the whole magic of social media or like the opposite of magic. Um, you know, people who, you know, what do they share on their social media? Travel. Their like, highlights. That's their a, life highlights. A, yes, exactly. And I think that's when people can be like, I will only find myself like when I travel yeah. or like I'm only happy when I travel. Yeah. And then I work. I need a holiday yeah, because so, I yes. need to get away from so my I work, normal. I work in my job. I live my normal life for 300 days of the year yeah. or more probably. And then it's like you have this one week of happiness and joy and you do it again. It's like this is insanity. That's insanity mm. to me. Like that, I need to be like I'm. I know your happiness is going to obviously peak and go lower, mm. but that level of contentment, like that's my goal for life. Yeah, and whatever that looks like to you, to me, to everyone's different. Mm -hmm. Like that's the goal, not this whole like living for just this big spike of yeah. celebration, or just so you can put on your Instagram page. Oh God, <laughs> honestly, like okay, <sighs> so steps. Steps. You figured out, oops, I'm living in an authentic life, maybe just in one little part of your life, but maybe it's there. Maybe it's not. Go you. You're amazing. Um, 
still do this. Still do these yeah. steps. We still do them daily. These are daily practices. This isn't you just do it once and then it's done. It's continuous. It's a thing that you just keep doing. Get quiet. Sit still. Connect to yourself. Maybe you go for a walk. Maybe it's not sitting still. I don't know. Maybe what? just do something where you have the intention. I feel, I feel like looking at the oceans are really Yes, cool. where you have the intention, I'm just going to connect to me. How do I feel right now? Mm. Here's a good one. This is um Eckhart Tolle. Think about your hands. Close your eyes. Think about your hands and feel the energy in your hands. If you're driving, do not close your eyes. Yeah, don't close your eyes. Don't do that. Um, but you can still feel the energy in your hands like, on the steering wheel. And step two, connect to something bigger. And the bigger doesn't have to be like there's no rules for how big your bigger is. The fact that the word is just bigger, it's just bigger than what yeah. you're doing right now. So there's no rules on the bigger. It's just bigger than what you're doing now. Well, it could be <laughs> – no, it's just bigger than just you. I yeah. Think. Or bigger than just going to work, you know, doing the yeah. the kind of like – what's that? The humdrum? Yeah, is the that what they call it? Humdrum? I don't know. Like the – The hu- bum bum? <laughs> <laughs> it's just – the, mon- the motion, the motions, living life through like motion. Just do this, then that, then this, and, and the next day do this. You then can that, still then this. have motions. You can still have routine. That is fine. But if you're driving to work and you don't even realize how you got there, that's living through the motions. Yeah. That's not being present. Yeah. But you can definitely have routine and still bring in presence into yeah, your life. Yeah, of course. Some do, I just want to say that. Emma, that was a really big yawn. I know. Must be time to finish. This episode was so weird. I know. This episode <laughs> feels like really like all over the shop. But I think like, <laughs> I think it was still good. <laughs> I don't we're know. Like, um, oh, um, oh, now we're like worried about putting it out. No, we're not. We're nah, not. I'm not. No, but I was just worried. saying like that's, see, we care. are we caring? What, what, who was this episode for? It was for the greater good. And we know that we shared good stuff well, in it. Well, <laughs> it's – I feel like – do you know what it is? Sometimes our episodes, I think um, we get – like I'm really – I feel like really passionate about this whole like social media thing causing unease mm. within people because mm. I, I don't want people to feel that because I felt that and I don't like it and yeah. it feels much better to not feel that. Yeah. So like that's my goal with like bringing these, these conversations on it's, here. It's bringing things to light that – um, are probably reality in a lot of people's lives and they don't have anyone else to talk to about yeah. it. Yeah. Like, because, like, what a random conversation to have at coffee. Oh, do you feel like sometimes, like, that you're living inauthentically? Like, like, the bachelor, like, <laughs> and then, like, another one will be like, I feel like I only dress this way to get likes on Facebook. Like, someone will probably hear that and be like, um, you're a weirdo. Yes. Which is not fair because, like, this, like, this is real life. It's reality. Yeah. Like, some, I know, I know this is common. Yeah. Uh, like, I know I've probably done it before. Well, I've definitely thought, I, like, I've definitely thought, what should I wear today? We're going to here, which means we'll probably be doing social media. So I need to look good. Yeah, but like I definitely thought that. I feel like there's because there's a real. I think I feel a bit like I'm not sure where I stand because, in a way, I think it's also a part of our way of expressing ourselves. Yeah. Isn't I also it? Like, feel really good. Like I feel not, good when I, feel, I look when, good when I when I feel good in my clothes. Yes. like I feel good. Well, I think 
I feel confident, but I think there's a level that goes too far. Yeah, it's not like I dress a certain way because I think someone else will no, like it. No, it's dress for me. Yes, which is the best thing. Mm. You're dressing for you. Mm. You're not dressing for anyone else. Yeah. Okay, boom. There, we, we discovered it. it. Out. Uh-huh. I, and then I think then there's also the level of social media when it's like getting to the point of like, you know, to be accepted, you need to inject Botox into your lips. Like then that's like, that's when we do not agree with this. We do. Yes. Like our stance on Botox is, is no, no Botox, no Botox ever. ever. I'm like, guys, ever. is there even research about Botox? Like, this is poison, and people are injecting it into their bodies. Like, <laughs> but people are going into like the shops and doing it. That's what oh, I know. About. This like, is what I hate. Like when you go to the bathroom at the shopping center on the back of your toilet door, it's like luscious lips, three hundred ninety nine dollars. Like, ch- like we're just around the corner. I'm like, are you kidding me? But I just want to like, I just want to raise attention to all. Like, I have small lips and i really love my lips like they're... well i don't have big lips no they're not you have like <laughs> kind of really dry at the moment don't look close <laughs> they're really really dry. Really dry. your lips are so dry right now you must be dehydrated i'm really thirsty oh my God, right I'm now so thirsty. <laughs> but anyway i just want to like your lips are beautiful and luscious Thank you. full stop and like <laughs> your lips do so many amazing things. Mm-hmm. So I just want everyone to start knowing. Yes. I just want you to know you're beautiful. Lips. You are. <laughs> and you don't need Botox. Please. You don't. See, but then there's also. Unless you get it like for a. um. Oh, like, there might be a medical yeah, a reason. Yeah, medical reason. Like, but not like just for big lips. Yes. I feel like like. And guys, I also feel like it's like, okay, remember when thin eyebrows were in? Like, I know. Remember? That was a thing. And now thick eyebrows are in. And okay. now it's a thing. So like, so big lips are in right now, but there might be a time where thin lips make a comeback. And you know what? No matter what your lips are, they're perfect. I know they're perfect. And even if you have got Botox, like go you, you're amazing. But like, just so you know, your lips before your Botox were also amazing. Were, were amazing. And you don't need the, you don't need the Botox to be beautiful. No. But if you want to for yourself, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we always do that. I know because I feel like we need. I feel like I don't want to offend anyone, but like I should just be. This is my opinion. I don't like Botox. Boom. We are against it. We are. There's my stance <laughs> because the number one thing, and this is cool. So again, and this is like the last thing we're going to talk about. Then we're going to turn this thing off. Um, Eckhart Tolle said this in the Oprah episode <laughs> too. Is like it all begins with acceptance. Oh. And it doesn't matter what the situation is, but that is the first way to like move on. And it doesn't matter whether or not there's a change that can happen. Mm. Acceptance is the first Mm. step. And then once you've made the acceptance and you've accepted whatever it might be, if change is possible, yeah. then you take action. Oh, I like that. I really like that because that helps everything. It's like yeah. it's like accepting yourself just as you are now. Like you have to deeply, truly, and yeah. honestly accept yourself. Then take adequate steps mm. if you want to. And this is like in any situation. Example: We like used to rent in another property and had heaps of issues, like yeah. moving out of with our share house. Uh. Oh, we're not doing an episode, by the way. We do not want to dwell. Um, but like that situation was horrible and an easier way of dealing with it was let's accept it. Yep. And what should we do now? Yes. <laughs> Except, Except instead of being like, 
oh, this is so annoying, like blah, 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 blah. And then telling someone else how annoying it is and then telling someone yeah. else how annoying it is and then calling mum and being like, can you believe this? Yeah. Um, oh. If we just accepted it together as a team and then been like, all right, steps forward, step one, step two, step three, uh, life would have been more magical. Well, I think like because the honest – Bad stuff happens, full stop. Mm. Sometimes we don't get what we want, full stop. The way we deal with it is how the best thing, like yeah. what we talked about before. Sometimes we think we don't get what we want. Yeah, but it's, but it's exactly what, what we want. want. So acceptance <laughs> with everything. So it's accepting our situations, accepting the people around us mm. just as they are. Like, And I think you become more accepting when you accept yourself. yourself. Because as soon as you accept yourself for just as you are, you realise, oh... I'm not perfect, yeah, am I? And, and oh, like everyone's like, different. Oh, I've got ooh. some, like, I just did something a bit, like, oh, that's weird. Oh, that's not very good. And it's like, but still you accept yourself, you love yourself mm. because you learn. And then you begin to accept your people more, which then results in less arguments, less confrontation, and more love, more love, bright. more love. Yes, you support you, them better. If, if you are with someone if you have friendships where you each other, you accept each other exactly as you are, you are literally giving each other permission to be yourself 100% and that is going to make you shine brighter. It's a great gift, isn't it? And I think it's also a great way to help yourself, to help you accept yourself because sometimes you can accept your best friends mm. as they are mm. fully before you accept yourself. Yeah. I think, you know, you see beauty in others, which is like be excited by that. Just because you see beauty in others and not yourself right now, like you're amazing. That's that's a beautiful thing you can do. Yeah. But now it's time to go inwards and realize that what you see in them is exactly what is inside you. Yeah, like the light in you is honoring the light in others. Yes. And Namaste. the only thing that you – the only – if you see goodness in others, yeah. that's a reflection of yeah. you. Yeah, see, that's what I always know when I start – because, you know, we all have bad days. Like, I know when I start looking at other people and notice bad things, yeah. I'm like, ooh, what's wrong with me? Like, something's wrong with me. Yeah. I'm in a bad mood. Like, yeah. just like Emma. Like, what yeah. are you doing? Like, ooh, judgy. Yeah, judgy McJudge. Like, <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me what are you doing? Back. Like, that's not cool. And, like, I'm going to be the first one. I do that. Oh like, gosh, but, now, but now with the magic and learnings of self-awareness. Yeah. You know what's really cool is when you notice good things about people. I know. I love that. It's so I'm nice. always like, oh, wow. But do you know, and it's so nice to notice. But every yoga class after that, I'm like that. Isn't that a – that's a magical thing. And I reckon that you can walk in and imagine if you were in like – and I've done this – a judgy mood and like you've walked into a yoga room and you mm. look at everyone and you're just oh, like, yeah. oh, get away from me. Like I don't want to talk to you today. You're annoying. And then you walk out as such a different person. It's so interesting, really. And, and like, I think – you're like, I want to talk to everyone. <laughs> and that's the magic of like flowing the emotion, isn't yeah. it? Like flowing, like the energy, yeah. flowing it. And just realizing, you know what? That is going to happen. That's life. We all, well, we're all human. We're all human. And we, we, we all get moody. We all go this way. We all go I that think, way. You know, I'm reading, like, I'm, well, I started reading. I had a big break now. I'm reading this book by Thomas More, Care of the Soul. And I love how, like, must be very interested in like study of people because we talk about that, don't we? I like talking about that. And he talks about he's a psycho, whatever, a therapist, I don't know, psychological thing. And he talks about how myths 
you know, he talks about Greek myths and, you know, each of these stories are stories about human behavior, like jealousy and like, oh, yeah. and like infatuation. Aphrodite. Yeah. Like all these gods, all these stories Medusa. represent human behavior and they all are there to teach us lessons. Yeah. That's cool. And I'm like, that's so cool. Like, I love the Greek mythology. And I think it's all. We're and Greek. I, yeah. Cause we are. <laughs> yes. And I think it's really fascinating and interesting. And I think it also makes you realize, oh, like, these human behaviors have been there forever. They're and ancient. So don't ever like beat yourself up when you do something wrong. In wrong. Murder, in like when, comments. you know, like if you have this really big jealous feeling, but you know deep down like this is a – like I know I'm wrong here. Like I know I should not be jealous. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of like an invitation I think to either – like you need to move away from that and like not by going and distracting yourself with TV or that, you either move away and move through it through like walking in nature or you self do a little bit of self-analysis. Like why am I feeling like this? What's What is kind of – what's the issue? What's the block in me that's making me jealous of this person? Mm. And then also knowing, okay, I read this before, <laughs> that – when you are jealous, there's also like a portion of your jealousy is actually desire and you actually really appreciate that person mm-hmm. because you are looking at this person who is quite similar to you, but maybe you see them as having something better and it might not be better. You don't know that in for sure, in inverted commas. <laughs> so it's like, oh, like, whoa, like actually – I just think they're amazing. So I'm going to yeah. think, like, instead of being jealous, I'm going to compliment them, go be up inspired. to them and be inspired by them. Yeah, use their, their inspiration, use it as inspiration to work on whatever you want to work on. So good. Can Sweet. we please end now? I'm hungry. She <laughs> needs a snack. She needs a snack. Carl always needs a snack. I'm actually kind of thirsty. Every time when Carla is like, I don't know, how many times a day? I'm hungry. I need a snack. It's not that often, okay? It's like 20 Maybe times. Maybe like five times a day. And then I'll be like, oh, yeah, I could have a snack. It's like I'm very easily influenced. Oh, God. Yeah, actually, I'm pretty hungry too. Um, I'm cooking us dinner. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in. I hope it was a good episode. Um, <laughs> if you have any comments, questions, feedback, come and chat to us online. You can find us on Instagram. We love. If you find us in the street, like, do say hello. <laughs> we love it when you say hi. It's actually we just might be a bit like, oh. We'll be like, oh, we might be like awkward for like the first thirty seconds, yeah, and then we'll just remember we'll like, just oh, love yeah, you. Okay. Um, <laughs> Or if you've got a topic you'd like us to cover, feel free to email us at hello at getmarried.com. We love it when you uh, tell us what to talk about because sometimes we're like, what should we talk about today? Um, usually it's yeah, just I like think Carla's just going to come up with the next oh, subject. Okay. We everyone, should alternate. Everyone give me your ideas. Okay. <laughs> I think we should alternate. You come up with the next one. Then that's a that's good how idea. we should do it from now on. Okay, done. Deal. Boom. Have the best day. Bye. 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 Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlinBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.